Moving to New York City was a huge gamble. I was sort of fresh from college, I had no relevant work experience, and I had zero connections. On top of that, I only had about three months worth of rent saved up, which was basically pennies. So those first few months in the city, I worked in retail, and pretty early on, I connected with a young lady, Melissa. One night while we closed down the store, she told me that her sister was the manager of a photography studio and was looking for receptionists. I almost tuned her out because I was like, I just got a college degree and you think I want to be a receptionist? But then she mentioned the job would be at Pier 59 and I was like, I love answering phones. Now, if you are unfamiliar, Pier 59 is a very, very popular photo studio in New York. You're gonna be popular. You know that scene in The Devil Wears Prada where it's Andy's first day and Miranda gives her that really long list of items to check off? One of those items is to make sure that they have a studio at Pier 59. So obviously I asked Melissa to put me in touch with her sister and that's really how my New York adventure began. I'll get into more details, including why the hell I decided to leave, but first, here's the intro. Welcome to Into the Blue, a podcast focused on stuff. Its host, Calvin Walker, is still figuring things out, so you'll be getting whatever pops into his mind for the foreseeable future. And now, Calvin Walker. Over the last eight years, I've accumulated some pretty incredible stories to share. I met Beyonce my first week on the job. Beyonce's just like me, all I had to do was just be myself, like just smile. The legendary Nile Rogers gave me and my boss a tour of his home where he and Madonna produced her Like a Virgin album. And I even had a casual one-on-one -on -one conversation with the queen of fashion media, Anna Wintour. No big deal, right? No big deal. Glamorous little nuggets aside, I realized over the years that I had lost myself. After succeeding, failing, and rebounding, I recognized that I was super unhappy. And although my friends always told me that I looked fine, which I totally did, I had also gained some weight. For the last two years, I felt like I was being followed around by these really dark clouds. And it wasn't until this past spring that I decided to make a change. I took a mental health day where I sat and talked with myself about what that change needed to be. Was it a new job, to get back into the gym, or to trick a rich and foolish man into marrying me? Whatever it was, I knew that it needed to be big. So when I took that mental health day, I went through my options and felt like I was coming up short. I randomly started thinking about the last vacation I took, and I remember this little ball of anxiety that formed in my stomach when we landed at LaGuardia Airport. I thought, shit, I'm back. Just like that, it was like a light had finally been turned on, and I knew exactly what I needed to do. I would leave New York City for good. Oddly enough, I moved to New York thinking that it would push me to new heights. Instead, it pushed me towards the brink of a breakdown. And the Marsha f***ing Brady of the Upper East Side, and sometimes I want to kill myself. So there's your psychoanalysis, Dr. Freud. First, I broke the news to my friends that I was leaving. Then, I told my colleagues. And about a month after that, I literally packed up a U-Haul and drove from the East Coast to the Midwest. I would be lying if I said I didn't have moments of uncertainty on the road. 
Here I was literally driving away from the life I had built and the friends that I made and was heading into the absolute unknown, but I knew that I was making the right decision. I can't really verbalize it because it really was just a feeling. I didn't have answers to any of the questions that people asked me, but I didn't care. The one thing I knew for certain was that I had to get out of New York City. One of my favorite interviews is between Oprah and Alanis Morissette. Oprah asked her about happiness, and Alanis basically said, all of our emotions are temporary. What I heard was that if ever I found myself in an uncomfortable situation, all I needed to do was remind myself that it was temporary and I'd be on the other side soon enough. That's why I wasn't freaking out when people asked me questions and I didn't have answers for them. I wasn't concerned because I knew that I would be okay. Sometimes we just have to make the jump. And so often we know what we need to do, but we just don't do it. Well, I did it. I jumped and I'm pretty glad I did. My move to Chicago has been so sensational that sometimes I think I might actually be dreaming. I have a one bedroom apartment and a high rise building, y'all. I wrote the first draft of my debut novel. I'm now a senior strategist at a design agency and I've launched this podcast. I know that nothing lasts forever, but for right now, I am happy. When I first got to Chicago, I sat in a cafe and thought about the last couple of years of my life. I analyzed myself, which is a very scary process if you've never done it, and understood that I had lost my sense of wonder. It's like how people say thinking like a child will make you more happy or creative or something like that. And instead of doing things that felt right for me, I made decisions based on money or if it would improve my social status. What I didn't see was that all of those micro decisions were adding up and making me miserable. When I challenged myself to find myself again, I had no idea what would come from this process. I don't think I'm at the end of the challenge just yet, but I have remembered some pretty important things. I am intelligent, I'm a go-getter, a creator, and so much more. American author Edward Abbey once said, New Yorkers like to boast that if you can survive in New York, you can survive anywhere. But if you can survive anywhere, why live in New York? End quote. I totally agree, but don't get me wrong. I wouldn't trade my time in New York for anything. It can be an amazing city, but I think it's definitely a place where even the quote-unquote successful people are simply surviving. I'm not interested in just surviving anymore. I want to thrive, just like my really good friend Ariana Huffington. You may have heard of her. And since I've left New York, thriving is the only way to describe how I actually feel. All right, that's it. End of the podcast. Thank you for listening. And please stay tuned for another episode of Into the Blue coming soon. As a reminder, you can find this little baby podcast of mine wherever you listen to podcasts. That means I'm available in iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else. I also upload each episode to SoundCloud. So if you like what you've heard, subscribe and share it with the world. Bye.